Hey friends, before you listen to this podcast episode, I want to give you a quick word from Spirit and Truth about our upcoming conferences. We are so excited in 2024 that we're actually going to have three conference dates and locations. The first time that we've ever done this. If you've ever uh, been to the Spirit and Truth Conference in past years, we've had one in Dayton, Ohio, but this year we've got a conference coming up January 26th and 27th in Mobile, Alabama. Another one that's going to be in Conroe, Texas, just outside of Houston on February 9th and 10th. And then, of course, back in Dayton, April 19th and 20th. And so if you've never come, uh, this is your year. There should be one of those that's somewhere close to your region. And so we really want to invite you to come out. We've got a special guest speaker at each of them that will be joining our team. Carolyn Moore is going to be in Alabama, and Kevin Watson's joining us in Texas. And our good friend Andrew Thompson will be with us in Dayton. This is really a powerful weekend when you can come and get equipped and really seek the presence of the Lord alongside other brothers and sisters who are after the same thing. I know that if you come... Uh, you won't regret it. Um, Every time that we gather, we just see God move in such beautiful ways. And so go over to spiritandtruth.life slash conferences, and you can get all the details and register, and we hope to see you there. You're listening to the Spirit and Truth Podcast. I'm Maggie Elmer, and on today's episode, Emma, Matt, and I talk about Thanksgiving and the importance of gratitude. We share some things that we are personally grateful for and some of our favorite things about Thanksgiving. It's a fun conversation, and I can't wait for you to hear it. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Maggie Elmer, and we're going to have some introductions. I'm Matt Reynolds. Emma Winchester. Well... We are here for another Spirit and Truth episode, and what are we talking about today, Matt? Well, Thanksgiving's coming up real soon, and so uh, we thought we would talk about Thanksgiving, gratitude, maybe share a little bit of what we're thankful for, but also um, just talk about the role of sort of praise and Thanksgiving in the life of a believer and the way in which kind of a posture of gratitude uh, shapes the Christian life. Sounds good. It feels like Thanksgiving came by real quick this year. It's so it's it is quick. I think it's early this year. It feels like it to me. It's always the third Thursday, Thursday so <laughs> that's <laughs> not possible. It just seems like it though. <laughs> yes, I agree. Yeah. Well, um, are you guys doing anything fun for Thanksgiving? Yep. Eating turkey. Just kidding. I don't like turkey. I don't really like turkey either. I think it's so overrated. (laughs) Agreed. I like good mashed potatoes on Thanksgiving, though. Don't you think chicken overall is so much better than turkey? Yes. Like, turkey's so dry. Yep. I mean, like, it can... (laughs) What's happening right now? (laughs) This is what everybody tuned in to listen to. But, you know, it can be done well. I'm not, like... Yes, it can be. Like, I'll eat it, but it's, like, am I, like, super excited about it? No. What's your favorite <laughs> thing at Thanksgiving? I'm just like, if you're going to cook your turkey well, the truth is, is you have to separate the legs from the main body of the turkey because they're really different <laughs> compositions of meat. They cook at different temperatures. They have different thinnesses. This is why the whole romantic bit carve the big turkey. If you want to eat good turkey, you have to chop those things apart. That's just the bottom line. <laughs> this is uh, for those that don't know. I Matt, went to culinary Maggie school. Went to culinary <laughs> school, so. <laughs> She's always got a hot take on 
how to prepare. It's just easier. My gosh, I don't know why we're so obsessed with the big turkey on the table. But anyway, whatever. Okay, we'll get into gratitude in a second. What's your What's your favorite Thanksgiving dish? Like, what do you look forward to? Mm. For me, it's the stuffing. I really, I like. Uh, what do you? Bread stuffing. Yeah, bread stuffing dressing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot. People call it different things. Yeah. Yeah, I like bread stuffing. I also like mashed potatoes, and I like um, chocolate pie. Oh, that's a good one. I I've uh, <laughs> my mom makes. I I feel like this is just objectively true. The best pecan pie known to man. Really? Yeah, it's amazing. That's awesome. I I've tried pecan pies a lot of different places. I'm not saying I'm like an expert, except I kind of am. And my <laughs> mom, my mom's is amazing. I'm not sure if I've ever had that before. I um, my mother does make pecan pie, but I won't even come near it since you've already declared that your mother's <laughs> is the best. But I do think that my mother makes excellent pumpkin pie, and mm. she she makes her pumpkin pie a little bit different because she messed up the recipe one year. And we all loved it so much that now we're like, that's just how you make just it. Just go with it. And we just call it, you know, it's just Eve's pumpkin pie. That's how we do it. That's great. Yeah, it's good. I We have like, um, I think like three or four different Thanksgiving get-togethers this year with different people. And so I don't know that we're having turkey at all of them, but even if it's just at one of them, I'm going to be tired of turkey. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really love... Um, like around f- festive holidays in, okay. So as a little girl, my parent, I'm originally from Southern California and there was a woman who used to watch me growing up and she would make tamales and, and tamales get made for like birthdays and festive things. And so that's like in my mind, I just think I've, I've had tamales off and on, like on Thanksgiving for whatever reason. And I love that. Yeah. My dad Here's another reason why I don't like turkey is because after Thanksgiving every year, so my dad would buy like the 28 pound turkey, you know, the massive ones. And so we would have leftovers for weeks. I mean, I mean weeks. And he would buy on Thanksgiving a loaf of white bread, Mm -hmm. Miracle Whip, and he would make... White bread, Miracle Whip, and turkey sandwiches. And it is his favorite Uh Thanksgiving leftover. And when I was little, I despised (laughs) this. (laughs) And so Thanksgiving leftovers, those sandwiches, Mm. not good memories. Miracle Whip is not the same thing as mayonnaise. Did you know that? Yes. Yeah. Yep. And if you want a really, really good leftover turkey sandwich... Use the leg meat, not the breast meat, because more flavor in the leg. And also, I would say add cranberry sauce and something spicy. It's really good. All right. Well, those are have, <laughs> these are all of our thoughts. We about. have uh, accomplished a lot on this podcast already. <laughs> uh, you can tell I have holiday brain. It hit November, and I was like, uh, yeah. are we done until January? Is that what's happening? <laughs> So let's talk about uh, gratitude a little bit and um, the role that gratitude plays in the life of the believer. We certainly see uh, the thanksgiving and gratitude 
as a theme throughout the scriptures. Um, do you guys have favorite scriptures that, that are in this, this topic? I mean, I always, I mentioned this before we started, I love First Thessalonians course i'm not i don't have it up anymore but it's five five thessalonians 5 16 maybe. yeah first thessalonians 5 yeah 16 through 18 yeah be joyful always pray continually give thanks in all circumstances for this is god's will for you in christ jesus and i mean i i love that really the whole ending of that chapter because then it just in wesleyan world that's a significant chapter because it goes on to talk about entire sanctification but um, I, I just love it. Rejoice always, pray continually, and give thanks in all circumstances. That doesn't mean to be thankful for everything that's happening, but it means God is worthy of your praise and gratitude no matter what's happening. And that's, that's a really, that's a good thing for me to think about, meditate on. Yeah, and along with that, I've been reading through Philippians recently and um i love when paul says in chapter four he says i have learned in whatever situation i am in to be content i know how to be brought low and i know how to abound in any and every circumstance i have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger abundance and need and then we get this famous quote you know i can do all things through him who strengthens me and you know, Paul is always talking about this idea of rejoicing in every situation and to be glad and to to always praise the Lord for for everything, right? And um, even while he's in prison, yeah. even in when his need is great, he is thankful and is praying and praising. And I think that's the secret that he's talking about is is thankfulness it is praise because it's in that place that you're connecting with jesus so yeah yeah Amen. i do think uh gratitude is something of a choice you know for sure i mean it's if if uh mm-hmm. thankfulness and gratitude are just going to be dependent upon how i feel in the moment then um that's going to come and go. That can't, that's not going to lead to a giving thanks in all circumstances kind of lifestyle. Um, the only way that, that that's really possible is if you can actually, if it's an act of the will, if you can choose to be grateful, even when things are hard, even when you don't feel thankful. Um, and I do think there is something powerful that happens when I know I'm just, I'll speak for myself. When I choose to reorient my thinking and begin to thank God for um, things, even in the midst of difficult times, it does it does sort of reorient my uh, life in in some way. I don't. It's it's not just an act that offers you know appropriate praise to God. It actually it reshapes who we are by choosing to participate in this act of gratitude. Yeah, as you've been talking um, about the choice, I'm reminded of a couple different psalms, but um, Psalm 136 came to mind. You know, and this is the one that has the refrain, you know, give thanks to the Lord for he is good, his love endures forever. Oh, I love that one. Yeah, yeah, yes. And what's fascinating is is if you go through the 
sort of this litany, as it were, it talks about, you know, God's character and his sovereignty, his authority, the way he created things. But then it also just talks about his his hand and his action in the world. And, and you have to imagine that, you know, not all of those circumstances were um, easy or pleasant. They were profoundly tragic in some ways. I mean, if you think about the Israelites being delivered out of Egypt, there was a loss of life. There was, you know, all kinds of things. But the the refrain is, his love endures forever. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, we see that throughout scripture. I mean, that is the call is to remember, to remember who God is, no matter the circumstance. Yeah. Why do you think it is so difficult what is it i mean is it is it just a human nature what is it that makes it so difficult for us to maintain sort of a posture of gratitude just in our lives but also you know i i feel like this in um in ministry a lot like just in church church life and ministry it's i find now i'm gonna again i'll come back to me to my own experience i find when i'm not paying attention what I will, what I'll do is, I will pray. I'll seek the Lord for something, and then it, it God does something. Maybe it's what I had asked for or something different, but God works in some way. And instead of spending time like being grateful, I'm on to the next issue. Mm. You know what I mean? I, it's like the gratitude is fleeting, and the focus on worry is what you know, tarries. That's what, you know, kind of consumes and takes up space. Do you think, and now maybe I'm just, this is just how flawed I am, but do you think that's a normal human experience to sort of tend to focus on the, the, the negative things, moving on to the next issue, the next problem, and we just don't, we just don't really dwell much on being thankful for the ways that we've seen God already deliver us? Yes. <laughs> I mean, yes, that's the, the short answer is yes. I do think that that tends to be the tendency of our flesh. And why that is, I don't know if I have a super concise answer for that, but I think it just has something to do with the fact that that choosing to be grateful also means choosing a type of responsibility, like a type of I'm responsible for my state of being for my for the way I see the world and I mean you know look we're we're sitting in a nice office it's everything's comfortable um it's easy for us to say look you have to be grateful in all circumstances (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. um there are circumstances in which which it is it's unthinkable yeah it's it's I can't imagine practicing gratitude in the circumstances in which, say, for instance, the heroes of the faith, like people like Corey Ten Boom sure. or I don't know. So but and yet they do. And and it's like a lifeline. And so I think I think what I'm trying to get to is like, I don't think that we understand how lost we are when we're surrounded by comfort and and plenty and um Gratitude, in some ways, I think, helps us remember that we're small and the and God is big, yeah. and we need Him. And I don't know. 
that's just my rambling about that. Yeah, I mean, it's so easy to just kind of keep your eyes fixed on earthly things, Mm -hmm. you know, just keep doing the stuff, keep doing the work, keep doing the ministry, keep doing the family life, and you just go through the motions without really recognizing the gift of life that you have, the gift of family that you have, the gift of work that you have, all of the gifts that Mm -hmm. God has given us. And so it takes a kind of self-control, I think, to to lift your eyes Mm -hmm. continually, you know. Yeah to the Lord, where does my help come from? Mm -hmm. And we can't do anything without God's help. And we're not entitled to any of those things. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's why they are gifts. And I think that's the thing that you're saying. It's like to lift up and see from where all of those things come and to realize we are not the source. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you you guys have any particular practices in your life that you feel like uh, help you to maintain a posture of gratitude? I mean, I think just very obviously just saying, practicing saying, Lord, I'm grateful for, and then just listing and, you know, I mean, sometimes it is hard. Sometimes you, you get stuck in some weird rut of bad, you know, inner narrative or, or you're just really stressed and, and, you know, the truth is, is we're, we do get invested in outcomes in our various circumstances and we want certain things to happen and that causes us stress because we're trying to control and things like that and then things don't happen or relationships break down or we don't have legitimate pain and and disappointments in life it is hard to feel gratitude in those moments so sometimes i think just looking around and saying i am grateful lord i'm grateful for you i'm grateful for the holy spirit in my life i'm grateful for my home for you know the provision that you have surrounded me with and just literally just saying that Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think that's good i mean that should be a daily thing for all of us you know and the sad thing is that probably for the majority of us we don't do that you know we don't ever just sit and make ourselves low and just say even jesus like thank you for the gospel Mm -hmm. you know like our very lifeline thank you. You know, we just always skip straight to help me with this. Would you do this? I need this rather than making ourselves low. And I think that that is like a practice that if we all took, we would be looking up a lot more to the Lord. So I think that's really good. And I know that for me, um, I'm in a band meeting. And so once a week I meet with Um, a few other girls and one of the questions that we answer which is of the five uh, bands meeting questions is um, how has God delivered you in the past week and we've kind of taken that question and we do answer it about how has God delivered us from sin but we also answer it in the sense of how have you seen God's hand at work Mm -hmm. in your life throughout the week and even if it's small, even if it's, it's the smallest beginning of deliverance or a move of God or his voice or his character being revealed to us more in our lives, we just take a moment and celebrate it together. Yeah. And that's a moment where we all just get to, you know, as sisters in Christ, just be like, wow, I'm so thankful for the way that God is revealing himself to you. Or I'm so thankful for how God is moving in that circumstance and in in your family and you know in all of these things and so it also 
makes me thankful not only for the things that I have, but also for how God is Mm -hmm. moving and being in another person's life. Yeah, amen. Mm. And that, I just want to say that little detail is huge. Mm -hmm. Like that's something I think that in the church, there's such a poverty of is celebrating the victories of other people. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, is that when one person gets free in the body, the whole Whole body body is is freer. That's right. And when one person is in slavery to something, the whole body is under more slavery. And so if we have that type of posture where it's like, we are all members of one body. And so I look at you and you and you and you and you, and I think, God, would you free them? God, Mm -hmm. would you deliver them? God, I celebrate when you move powerfully in that person. You know, it's a type of honor. It's a type of love. It's a type of sacrifice that makes us lift our eyes. Yeah, amen. That's good. You know, one of the things that has uh, helped me just to try to be conscious of what God is doing and to be more grateful is journaling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I just... It, it helps me in a couple of ways. Sometimes I just did this just this week, actually. I just wrote out a prayer of gratitude for the ways that I have been seeing God work in my life and my family, just where I sensed him doing. And I just wanted to praise him for that. And somehow writing it down just helps me sort of process and like really take take stock of it, you know. Yeah. Um, but also over time, I don't journal every single day, but, you know, a few times a week probably and it's different sometimes just jotting things down i'm hearing that the lord is speaking sometimes it's more (laughs) me working out all my feelings on a page you know what i mean (laughs) but uh over time what it does is like as i am able to periodically i go and read back it allows me to sort of like see the hand of god like even when i'm like i can see like low moments or things that i was asking God for and realizing, oh, you know, I don't even, I hadn't even thought about it, but he did that. You know what I mean? He brought me out of that. He healed that in me or he provided that thing that I was worried about, you know? And I, sometimes I think if I hadn't been writing some of that stuff down, um, you kind of lose track and forget the ways and you don't even maybe you don't realize all of the ways that God is at work just because you're not paying attention, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so much of gratitude, it feels like, is just paying attention. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. And we were just... I do think that there's something really formational about gratitude. Sorry, my phone keeps buzzing. <laughs> Turning it off. Um I think there's something very formational about practicing gratitude. The um, It really is, because it is a decisive act, it changes the way we think. And it changes the way that we... Um, and as soon as we change the way we think about something, I mean, at least for me, we've had this conversation before, like I'm usually, I go head and then heart. So the when I start to change the way I'm thinking about something, then there's more uh, mercy. There's more compassion. There's more grace in my heart for the, the circumstances and the issues of the people around me. And I'm just, I don't know. 
I've just kind of been musing on this since you suggested that we talk about gratitude today, how, how even Christ interceded for the people from the cross, you know, forgive them, Lord, they know not what they do. And there's, I don't know, there's like a connection in my mind between these two things. I'm not articulating it well, but, um, he had a, this ministry that he engaged in and it was so full of gratitude for what the father was doing. Like when you think about John, he says, you've put these, these ones in my hand and not one of them will be taken out. And he prays for them and he's grateful for the way that we will be sent out to do the ministry of his father. And then he prays for our protection, even as he is being killed. And I, you know, I want to have that kind of humility, I, mm-hmm. I think is what I'm thinking about. I want to have that kind of humility. I want to have that kind of lowness. I want to have that kind of gratitude for, for the body of Christ mm-hmm. and for the things that are happening. I don't know. You know, there is a, a sense in which the entire orientation of the Christian life is fundamentally gratitude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't. We don't serve the Lord to sort of earn his love. That's right. To sort of make our way into heaven or something like that. We serve, we offer ourselves. Everything that we do is really just sort of like laying ourselves before God as an act of thanksgiving mm-hmm. for yeah. what he's already done, you know. That's right. We love because he first loved us. And it's like because we've received this um, eternal and ultimate gift in Christ, now we you know, we respond with literally everything we do as a Christian is sort of an act of thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's really awesome. Mm-hmm. So I'd say Thanksgiving is is our holiday. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I think it's funny that you said that because I was thinking to myself, like, Thanksgiving is, is a secular holiday, but are you, you're saying it here and now? I'm claiming it you're for the Christians. For the Jesus people. Yeah, it doesn't belong to Turkey and football, although I like those things, <laughs> football more than Turkey, but <laughs> I, you know. Jesus has prepared a table before us. And yeah, yeah. Our enemies, there so. you go. Amen. <laughs> and that's, that's a good one. That's good. <laughs> Feasting in the feasting in the presence of our enemies, mm-hmm. with anointed heads and overflowing cups. Um, yeah, all right. What's um uh as we before we wrap up? What's something that you're thankful for right now? What are you praising God for in your life? Um, I am very grateful. This past week, I went on a retreat. And so I'm very thankful for rest and for sisters in the body of Christ um, who are willing to build each other up. And um, and so I'm thankful for the way that they poured into me. And I am very thankful that, that the Lord wants us to rest with him and wants us to, to come away with him um, and kind of just take a step back from everything just to just to spend time with them. So I'm really grateful for that, thankful for that. And um, for family, you know, it's such a gift from the Lord to be a part of a spiritual family. And so those are my two things. Amen. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm grateful for all 
similar things. I think in particular, I'm really grateful to be in a place in my life where I'm a little bit older. So I'm 45. <laughs> and I... Ancient. I know. So old. I mean, I'm not as old as David Watson, <laughs> but pretty old. Anyway. Um, but it's really fun for me to watch the way the Lord moves in younger people around me. So like I have sons and then I, I get to know people like Emma and then other wonderful young people at our church. And then every time we go on a trip somewhere, there's inevitably some other young leaders who are, and I'm so encouraged. Yeah. And to, to be completely honest, I mean, I, I've been delivered of this many times over <laughs> and and it, it hasn't been an issue for a long time. But like, I think, you know, I used to worry that I had missed a, I had missed a window to have a seat at the table in the kingdom of God, like where I could pour out my gifts. And I, you know, that was a while ago before I was in ministry and I realized, oh, it doesn't work like that at all. But um, in the world, it does kind of work like that sometimes, you know? And so it's just a gift. It's a gift to minister with people. It's a gift to watch like how people are coming up and to see the Lord pour out just tremendous anointing and power in people who, who are giants, even though they're not necessarily as old as I am. And I just love the economy of the kingdom of God because it's driven by grace and it's driven by um, the the possibility of the impossible. Yeah. And that's so fun. It's so exciting. And I, I'm very grateful for that. Amen. Well, what man, are you grateful for? I have a lot of things. I'm, I'm, I'm super grateful for my family right now. I, um, you know, our, we have three boys. They're at kind of interesting and fun ages, you know, doing different things and all kind of like becoming their own little men, you know. And mm. that's, uh, it's also like a little, you know, it's a little sentimental, like seeing them grow up. But it's just, I just find myself just really grateful for little moments together, you know. Yeah. Uh, we put up the Christmas tree together this week and. Um, Yay! Yeah, just there's just these little snapshot moments where you're like, this is good. You know, mm-hmm. I'm so grateful. And um, I'm grateful for answered prayers. I mean, I feel like I'm living in a season right now where I'm just seeing God. Like I'm living in the the answer to a number of prayers. And so I'm grateful for that. And um, why? Are you, what are you looking like that for? Well, I just want, I just want to say that. One of the most fun things to watch in working in spirit and truth is to watch you experience the fulfillment of things God told you was going to happen. Yeah. That's really fun. Well, it is. Yeah. It's <laughs> crazy. He's like, yeah, it, it is crazy. <laughs> I'm grateful for, for you guys and for this, this ministry. Um, you know, we, I still don't quite understand how all this happened, but we get to just, we get to travel around the country and meet a lot of incredible people and see, you know, have a front row seat to the way that the spirit is moving in different locations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's just something, you know, I never really, uh, I never imagined exactly 
that it would be quite like this, but it's it's just a gift. I just I just really marvel at just the way God is moving and the way that you see all over, really not just this country, but all over the globe, the Spirit moving in similar ways in different people who don't even know each other. Yeah, It's just amazing to see how God is just like bubbling these things up. And so um, just getting to witness that is is tremendous. It's, yeah. a, it's a real gift. So Amen. It's a great privilege. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're grateful for you, uh, our <laughs> listeners, all five of you. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, no, for everybody that listens to this podcast or um, is a part of Spirit and Truth in some way, uh, we're grateful for you. Thanks, thanks for being a part of our spiritual family and um, kind of coming along on this journey with us. And so, we we do pray that you'll have a blessed Thanksgiving. That you can uh, hopefully, whether you're in this season that's very difficult or very uh, very good, we hope that that you'll experience just sort of the reality of God's blessing in these um, holidays and days. Hopefully you get to spend some time in rest and with your family and all of those kind of things. That's been our podcast for today, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe and share this episode with a friend, and we'll come back to you in the next conversation.